I am joined by Nick Friend of the Cricketer Magazine. And we're just going to talk briefly about the um, ECB guidelines for the return to recreational cricket that came out earlier today. Nick, can you just give us a, a brief overview of, of what, what the ECB is saying and what we can and can't do, essentially? Yeah, we can. I think the short answer is we can do, we can do most things. Um, 11 side cricket uh, is, is permitted. There's no particular limit on overs. So competitions at 50 overs can be 50 overs. Um, uh, a lot of it is sort of still in line with government guidance. So they, I think they refer to you, you know, refer to, refer you to them on, on matters of, of car sharing, of public transport, of hospitality post-game. Um, <laughs> a few quirky bits I'm sure it takes some getting used to. I'm not sure what groundsman will think of having to draw marked ladens for their batsmen to run up and down two metres apart. Um, <laughs> I can certainly think of a few that will, <laughs> will take less kind of that than others. Um, um, the ball has to go straight back to the bowler from the fielder. No pass the ball around the field. The umpires are not to touch the ball or anything else at any time. Um, I think we've seen that early on the, in the cricket the last last few days um, with uh, with caps being you know passed among, among fielders or off the field or just just but just not to the, not back to the umpires. Um, um, what else have we seen? I think, uh, obviously no, I mean no tees. Um, yeah. Uh, although so while bars can be open uh, within government guidelines, tees are not an option. Well, you not meant clubs are not to prepare food for participants. Effectively, you can bring your own tea. Um, there's a lot, obviously, a lot on social distancing, a lot on hygiene. They've recommended 20-minute uh, hygiene breaks at 20-minute intervals, with the ball being cleaned and sanitised. Uh, then uh, the bat, your bat, is to be cleaned um, when you leave the field of play. Um, the, and then, let's uh, say, social distancing, so keeper and slip a metre apart. Um, and then, obviously, the stuff that we, I guess, become pretty normalised to the last few months or beforehand, um, before play. So. Um, you know, obviously, if you are experiencing symptoms, then don't play. Um, uh, some stuff about the track and trace system as well, and um, or the test and trace system. Um, yeah, I mean, as I say, it's not. It's you know, it's rigorous, but it's not the. I, I don't think it's anything that will uh, have shocked leagues or or worried leagues. I think I, I guess the. I think certainly from being involved at my club, the last I mean, very involved at my club, the last few weeks have been sort of a fear that will get told it's A to side cricket or T20 cricket and then suddenly any plans that your league had are sort of up in smoke. So, um, yeah, um, so interesting, rigorous, but but yeah, I mean, reassuring. And I think what is now being said a lot more is that the ECB have done a, contrary to, you know, a few, a few beliefs, that the ECB have done a pretty phenomenal job to, to get the game to this stage. I mean, um, I think, a lot, you know, you've only had to see what, some of, the, some of Boris Johnson's comments the last couple of weeks to, to realise quite what the game has been working against, um, mm. you know, at times here. So, um, yeah, fair play to them to, for you know, getting to the stage. Um, also, I think I, I know it's something about travel to games. Uh, if you're not from the same household, that that may pose an issue for more rural leagues, I imagine. Yeah, well, to be honest, even, I mean, I'm, I play in the Middlesex League and that is a, I mean, certainly club-wide has been an issue that we've <laughs> discussed at, at length, probably more so than probably more so than any other any other topic in the last couple of weeks. I mean, we've we've had questionnaires going out to our members since, I would say, the beginning of June, possibly late May, about what they want from their season, whether they wanted competitive stuff or, or sort of fun, you know, see your mates again kind of stuff. Um, whether they would be comfortable going to away grounds and if they were comfortable, how they'd be comfortable getting there. Um, and yeah, we've had a range, of, you know, we've had a range of responses on all of that. I mean, and it's all stuff you've got to respect and I think you can only respect. I think you certainly can't be pushing people. I mean, this is going to be the tough thing. You know, we've got you know, some of our, game, our away games are, are an hour and a half away, but I'm, but I'm also conscious that 
a lot of other leagues that are, are not in London have have much greater distances. And you know, if you don't drive, um, who is genuinely comfortable with someone else in their car? Who is genuinely comfortable sharing a car with some you know with in sharing us sharing with someone else? Who who is comfortable with public transport? Um, there are a lot of yeah. A lot, I think this is. I mean, besides the obvious, I think this is the biggest issue the game, the recreational game is going to face over the next few weeks and months. I mean, I, I certainly believe that in, you'll see a lot of, they may well be a correlation coming in the season where home, where home teams win a lot of home games and away teams lose a lot of away, away games because I, I would guess that very few sides are going to get the sides, I mean, are going to get their stronger side out. I, mean, I, I, I certainly haven't come across a team with 11 drivers, you know, in my time playing club cricket. Um, we rely on, part of the fun of it is sort of you know bundling into four cars and bags on your laps and all sorts so um i don't even know what the rule is going to be you know i don't even know what the rule is about you know putting your bag in someone else's car um so yeah i think there's a lot to consider um i'm sure clubs have been doing it up and down the country because um but yeah I'm, I'm not sure if there's a right answer and if that that means that your twos are at home and your ones are away and you've got a key figure in your ones who's not willing to go away but is willing to play at home then, then do you have a stacked second team because they've got yeah. a one's gun who, um, but yeah, I mean, these are things that it's, it's not going to be a normal, it's not, not going to be a normal league season for anyone, is it? I mean, I think I'm right in saying the vast majority have now taken promotion, rele- promotion relegation off the table. I'm sure, I'm sure plenty of leagues will still play for a trophy and stuff, but I, I don't think it will, I mean, it certainly won't be the same as a normal year, will it? No. And uh, so finally, uh, just to wrap up this short conversation, um, who is there any sanctions or, or, or who's policing the, these things or is it just a matter of trust? I, I read briefly, I can't remember what they're called, I think it's the, I can't remember what they're called, but there are there are going to be some sanctions, I think in-game sanctions, so possible run penalties, possible banishments against. I don't know, I, I can't remember, I don't know the exact details of that, um, but um, what was I going to say? Uh, I think, yeah, I guess this is, this is the point that's raised by a few of our guys, that it's all very well and good saying cricket is going to be socially distanced, but it is only socially distanced until someone spits on the ball mm. or until someone takes a diving catch and a uh, short leg and lands on top of the batsman or or until batsman and bowler collide as you're running for a single. You know, there, there is... Um, and also, I mean, they... While the while the internationals can use can use sweat on the ball, that um, sweat is is also outlawed in the recreational game, presumably because we're not all in a bubble for two weeks beforehand. No, so, so, not been tested. Um, so things like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a very salient salient point for one of our guys. I mean, I'd not really thought of it. He he was very on the fence of whether he wants to play. And it was some, I mean, as he said, re- this will work until it doesn't work, and when it doesn't work, what happens then? Mm. This isn't just about sanctions. This is just this is more about health and safety. Um, so while it's great to have the game back on, and while I think we're all in agreement that it's, I guess, given what else has opened, it's probably the right time. Um, there are still sort of challenges and a lot of nuances to face, I think, over the next few weeks and months. Yeah. In terms of, yeah. As you say, I mean, I, I, I don't know what the right answer is. Um, for um, five, what, you know, what, what meaning does a five-run penalty really have if someone spits on a ball when... You know, there's the a virus out there, isn't there? You know, exactly, five, yeah, runs, like, five runs. You know, I will take the we'll take the five runs, but you know, yeah, not really, not really the point. No. Um, but equally, I think internationally, that is what they're planning to do. Is everything there's there'll be a bit of leeway to start with as people sort of get into it. But um, but there's a five run penalty uh, that the ICC have brought in for for saliva on the ball. Um, so yeah, I guess I mean I guess that's as much a 
well, certainly from a competitive standpoint, it's as much a deterrent as you can give, really, isn't it? So. Yeah. Um, thanks for your time, Nick. I think maybe we'll come together again very soon and, and see how it's gone in the first few weeks of the league, maybe. That might be quite interesting. Yeah, absolutely. It could be <laughs> quite eye-opening, I suggest. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.